Naniniwala ako na dapat walang mahirap sa mundo. Naniniwala ako na kaya lang may mahirap kasi maraming tamad na Pilipino. I would often say walang masipag na mahirap and walang mayaman na tamad. Kung pinanganak kang mayaman pero tamad ka, huwag ka magalala. Hihirap ka rin. Pero on the other hand, pinanganak kang mahirap pero sumipag-basipag ka, you will eventually become rich or well-provided. In fact, there's a verse in, the, in Proverbs that supports this idea. Sa Proverbs 14.23, sabi dyan, In all labor, there is profit. But mere talk lead only to poverty. Pero, pero alam nyo, as I really look around, as I look around, ang totoo, meron talaga ako nakikita na masipag naman, pero mahirap pa rin. Let me explain what I mean. We see many nations in Africa today really having a difficult time because their countries are mismanaged. Alam ko may masisipag doon, pero wala silang opportunity to work, to uplift their lives. On the other hand, while I see many lazy Filipinos, I always hear foreigners say that Filipinos are some of the hardest working people that they have met in the world. Kaya nga, I think uh, this is why many of them would like to have Filipinos migrate to their countries. Pero, ang tanong ko, bakit may masipag na mahirap? In fact, many of those who migrated, many, you know, many of them will take two to three jobs para lang yumaman. Pero ang malungkot, pagbalik nila, marami sa kanila, mahirap pa rin. Di ba, lungkot, no? You go abroad hoping that you will become richer and then pagbalik mo, ganun pa rin buhay mo. So, bakit ba nangyayari ito? Sadya bang lang malas ang Pilipino? So, ang tanong ko, bakit may masipag na mahirap? So, ang conclusion ng marami sa simbahan, sabi nila, it is because God destined some people to be poor. They comfort the poor by saying na, by quoting Luke chapter 6, verse 20, which said, Blessed are you who are poor. To make the poor believe, they, they make the poor believe that the reason they are poor is because God wants to bless them directly. Para ba, para ba they say, as God provided manna for Israel when they were in the desert, sabi na God will provide for the poor in the same way, even in their distress. While I know that God loves the poor and the Bible often tells us to remember them, ang tanong ko, does God really want the poor to remain poor? Kasi ang totoo, I really cannot see anything blessed about be remaining poor. Awa ko sa inyo, baka yun ang ambisyon nyo sa buhay nyo, pero hindi ko ma-imagine na may tao na gusto niya yun ang buhay niya. So, I hope this message will not offend anybody as I, as I touch on this sensitive issue. Ang gusto ko sana is that I can give hope to everyone who will listen. Not only to you today, I share this message even to my people. I want to explain why some people are still poor even when they work hard. Para I can show you what we can do or what we should do so that we can live out God's desire for everybody which is to be fruitful, meaning to have abundance. Before I continue, magpray muna tayo. Heavenly Father, I come before you hoping, Lord, that this message will encourage us, will others, those who will listen, 
Ang prayer ko, Father, sana this simple message will help you, uh, help you, uh, help people understand the life that you want us to live. Sana, Lord, hindi kami magkamali sa, pag, sa mga desisyon namin. Para rin, Lord, we can live out the fruitful life you all, you've always wanted for us. Ako, Lord, can you help me explain things in a very, very simple way para maintindihan namin, Lord, and so that we can share this and teach this to also the people that we love, our friends and our people. We thank you, Lord, for this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Alam niyo, sa training sa Similia, I always tell people that God's desire is for everyone to become fruitful. Meaning to have an abundance kasi you can only bless other people pag meron kang sobra. Like si tita kanina no, nag-bless siya sa, sa kanyang barya. Gusto ni God, maraming sobra. Okay? Okay na yung barya na yun, tita. <laughs> okay, and then, I would also say that God sent His Son Jesus to pay the penalty of our sin. Why did He come to pay the penalty of our sin? There's a verse in the Bible that says that He came to die for us so that we can receive the blessing of Abraham. What do I mean? Can you go to Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14? Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. Sabi dyan, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Curse is everyone who hangs on a tree. In order that in Christ Jesus the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles so that we would receive the promise of the Holy Spirit through faith. Do you know how God blessed Abraham? We see the reference in Genesis chapter 24 verse 1. In Genesis 24 verse 1 sabi dyan, Now Abraham was old, advanced in age. And the Lord had blessed Abraham in every way. Do you want God to bless you in every way? I'm sure you do, di ba? Pero kung ito yung plano ni God, kung ang plano ni God is to bless us in every way, then balik ako sa tanong ko, then bakit pa rin may mahirap? You know, one time there was a group of pastors from Cagayan who attended our two-month training LDT to noon. Pinadala sila ng isang member ng board, uh, si Jeffrey Lida, because he was helping all these pastors. There were, I think, around eight of them. Pero grabe, ang titigas ng ulo, ang yayabang pa. One of the things we argued about was the idea that God does not want everyone, anyone to be poor. And they just did not agree with me. They said that being poor is a privilege. Because the poor gets a chance to receive blessings directly from the Lord without exerting any effort. Sabi nila sa akin, as the Jews received manna while they were in the wilderness, the poor will also receive their provision from the Lord in form of alms. Naintindihan niyo yun? Ano alms? Okay? Sabi nila, God will move people to bless the poor. So that the poor can receive alms. Ang alms means limos. Limang, hindi ko maintindihan bakit ang mahal ni God, ang mahal ng mga tao ni God, limos lang ang natatanggap. Di ba, as God's children, dapat tayo ang nagbibigay ng limos. Hindi tayo ang tumatanggap. And yet, many Filipinos, pag limos ng pinag-uusapan, happy-happy tayo. People get excited pag merong four-piece. You know, maski wala ka ng dignidad, pero happy ka na may four-piece ka. 
And to prove their point, they showed me 2 Corinthians chapter 8. Makitignan ng 2 Corinthians chapter 8. Verses 1 to 3. Sabi dyan, Now brethren, we wish to make known to you the grace of God which has, which has been given in the church of Macedonia. That in, the, that in a great ordeal of affliction, their abundance of joy and their deep poverty overflowed in the wealth of their liberality. For I testify that according to their ability and beyond their ability, they gave of their own accord. So these pastors emphasize sa akin that phrase, deep poverty. Sabi can you imagine these people were in deep poverty? And they gave to Jerusalem. So at first, hindi ako nakasagot kasi hindi ko naintindihan ano yung deep poverty na yun eh. So ginawa ko, pinag-aralan ko yung context ng Corinthians when Paul wrote his letter to them. Kasi if these pastors were right, then everything I have been telling you is wrong. When I made my research, I discovered that Alexander the Great came from Macedonia. As he rose to power, he made Macedonia the new capital of Greece. When the Roman Empire came and defeated Alexander the Great or his people, Macedonia was made into a region. Kasama doon, Athens. So instead of being a city, it became a region. While the Romans feared Macedonia because of its history, it remained a key trading region in the area. When Paul wrote 1 Corinthians, there was a famine that devastated the entire Roman Empire. Parabang na El Nino sila lahat. And while everybody was afflicted or affected, Jerusalem was badly hit. So si Paul, ginawa niya, he went to all the churches he, would, he was ministering to, nakiusap siya. Sabi niya, tulungan natin ang Jerusalem, ang mga believers sa Jerusalem. But since everyone was going through the same famine, there was not, they had, did not have much to give. And yet, the church of Macedonia gave out of their deep poverty. Meaning, they gave in spite of their difficult condition sa ilasang kalisod. However, the question is, after the famine, did the believers in Macedonia remain poor? Did God destine some people to be poor? Should we see poverty as an opportunity to receive direct blessing from the Lord? You know, last September, I started to read Genesis again. I, was, I had my fresh round of reading the Bible from cover to cover. And then I stumbled on Deuteronomy 15. If you can go to Deuteronomy 15, meron saan akong babasahin sa verses 4 to 6. Here I realize that to be poor has never been part of God's plan for any of His people. <clears throat> if you're in Deuteronomy 15, basahin ko verse 4. Sabi dyan, However, there will be no poor among you. Since the Lord will surely bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance to possess. If only you listen obediently to the voice of the Lord your God, 
to observe carefully all these commandments which I am commanding you today. For the Lord your God will bless you as He has promised you. And you will lend to many nations, but you will not borrow. And you will rule over many nations, but they will not rule over you. Dito clearly, sabi ni God, He does not want any of His people to be poor. And yet, many would teach us and say, Blessed are the poor. Ang plano ni God is to bless everybody He loves abundantly in the land that they are to possess. Ang ito rin ang paliniwala kong plano ni God sa mga Pilipino. I believe God wants to bless us here where we are born. I always tell people, no? Kasi daming gusto maging Australiano, Amerikano, uh, European, Canadian. Ngayon gusto pa maging, maski Taiwan na lang, pwede na lang. Di ba? Because they think the blessing will come from another place. Because dito sa Pilipinas, we are poor. And yet, this is the land that God has given us to possess. I always tell people, Tumingin na ba kayo sa, 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 sa lamin kaninang umaga? And tinanong ba niyo sarili niyo, bakit kayo pango? Huwag kayo magkunwari kasi pango kayo lahat. Diba? Bakit ka pango? If God wanted you to be an American, could you have been born American? So my question is, why do you hate this country? Why do you always want to live? Thinking that this is a poor country. Why is this a poor country? Because we made it poor. This is not God's plan to be for us to be poor. Sabi niya, no one should be poor. Deuteronomy 15 even says that God wants us to lend and never to borrow. God wants us to rule, never to be ruled over. Ang ibig sabihin ni God when He said, I want you to lend and never borrow, ang gusto niya, hindi ikaw tumatanggap ng limos. Ikaw ang nagbibigay sa iba. Furthermore, it says that He wants us to rule over other nations and does not want us to be ruled over. Are we the one ruling over other nations today? Hindi. Pinag-aawayan nga tayo ng US at saka China eh. Why? Pinag-aawayan ba tayo kasi palangga ta? No. Because they want our resources. Pinag-aawayan tayo. Are we the one giving aids to other countries today? No. No. There was one point, all of us were so concerned that Duterte is chewing, uh, chewing out all the people who will give us AIDS. Natakot tayo, nabigyan tayo, na hindi na tayo bigyan ng AIDS ng Europe. Ang lungkot, no? Our, our success is based on AIDS. Di ba? Di ba dapat tayo ang namibigay? So, ang tanong ko, why are we still poor? Even though we have accepted Jesus as Savior, and even though we call ourselves Christians. Do you know why we are poor? Deuteronomy 15 explains. In verse 4, sabi dyan, There should be no poor among you. And then verse 5 continue, If only you listen obediently to the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all these commandments which I am giving you today. When I saw this, I got bothered. Kasi hindi pala tama yung sinabi ko na walang masipag na maghihirap. 
Kasi, merong masipag talaga na mahirap pa rin. Because they do not listen to the Lord and obey His ways. People pala can work as hard as they can, but still remain poor. Why? Because they reject the ways of the Lord and do not obey His ways. When the Jews arrived in the promised land, they ruled over their neighbors when they were obedient to the Lord. But when they rejected the Lord and disobeyed His ways, they became the servant of their neighbors. Their neighbors started to rule over them. You know, parang tayo yan eh. Do you know that in the 1960s, we were the envy of old Asia? All countries wanted to be the Philippines. We were second to the Japan in terms of economic wealth. And today, where are we? And yet, we call ourselves Christians. So, what happened to us? When God asks us to obey His commandments, what does He require of us? Does He require us to convert from one religion to another? Alam ba nyo yung nangaway sa amin mga pastor, mga Baptist group yon, mga evangelical and born again? Can you imagine? Yun ang tinuro nila. Di ba kala natin itong blessed are the poor, turo lang sa katoliko? Ang totoo, pareho lang sila ng turo. And that's the reason, in fact, there was this pastor from Butuan who came to me one day, sabi niya sa akin, Alam mo, Sir Dong, we are praying for the end of the world. Sabi ko, bakit naman, pastor? Kasi di ba, pag na end of the world, di tapos na lahat, di bayad na lahat ng utang namin. Kasi marami pa raw silang utang. So, hindi na in-encourage yung tao na magtrabaho, pinautang nila. And so, their only salvation is the end of the world. Ang lungkot, no? So, obeying the Lord is not about the religion you follow. It is about the life you live. When the Lord tells us to obey His voice, what does He expect of us? Can you go to Deuteronomy chapter 10, verses 12 to 14? <coughs> Sabi ng verse 12, Now Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you? But to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all His ways and love Him, and to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and the law and and to keep the Lord's commandment and His statutes, which I am commanding you today for your good. Behold, to the Lord your God belongs heaven and the highest heavens, the earth and all that is in it. What does the Lord expect of you? The Lord expects that you love Him, fear Him, walk with Him, serve Him, and keep His commandment. Madali ba to? Ha? Huh? If you say madali yan, then I will always, I, will, I may have to remind you of all your testimonies. Kasi alam ko testimonies ninyo. Because many of you often fail to love the Lord your God, to obey Him. Diba? Mahirap to. Mahirap siya. Mahirap siya i-sustain. However, ako, I discovered that I believe I believe that the key to being able to do all this is to understand verse 14. Tinan niyo sabi ng verse 14. Behold the Lord your God to the Lord behold to the Lord your God belong heaven and the highest heavens and the earth and all that is in it. 
One of the most important lesson I learned is that God is the owner of everything I have. And when I accepted this fact, my life literally changed. Paano yon? Because in the fa in the past, when I make money, akin yon, di ba? So when I so when I receive money, ang tanong ko, dong anong gusto mong gawin sa perang pinaghirapan mo? Because today I believe God owns everything I have. When I receive money, I tell the Lord, Lord, sa you ito. Ano ang gusto mong gawin ko sa pera mo? In the past, I worked so that I can make myself rich. Today, I work so that I can be a good steward for the Lord. And you know what's amazing? Today, as I do this, it is the Lord who gives me abundance. When I was trying to make myself rich, ang hirap. Walang blessing eh. Walang provision. When I focus on just being a good steward for the Lord, the blessing would come. And often, hindi ko alam saan ang gagaling. In the past, I worked very long hours in order to prosper. Today, as I obey what I read from the Bible, God has given me greater returns for my effort. There was in fact this lady who one time asked me when she attended our training, sabi niya, Kuya Dong, can you tell me your typical day? Parang ang busy-busy mo. Kasi sabi ko sa kanya, when I was in HP, I would work 12 to 14 hours a day. So sabi ko sa kanya, by 5 o'clock I wake up, I do my quiet time, by 6 o'clock I talk to this, by 7 o'clock I do this, by 8 o'clock I do that. Sabi ko, you know, I am lying to you. Minsan busy, minsan hindi. But the returns have been amazing. Okay, why? Because God keeps His promise. Eh. You obey me, I will take care of you. When I decided, and when I decided to love the Lord, I found it easier to fear Him, walk with Him, serve Him, and keep His commandments. Do you know what is the benefit of keeping the Lord's commandment? Can you go to Joshua chapter 1 verse 8? Alam ko, we've often discussed this. But tingnan nyo Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Sabi niyan, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have success. God loves the poor, but I really believe He does not want them to remain poor. He sent His Son Jesus to set them free from their bondage to sin. And then through Jesus, He reestablished the importance of the law. So that when they obey, sabi ng Joshua 1.8, they will make their way prosperous, and then they will have success. I learned, I taught you this, that the laws are not rules to be feared. They are instructions to be followed. Because of Deuteronomy 15, I realized that the reason why people remain poor, even though they may be working hard, is because they do not follow the Lord's instruction and live out His design. 
Some people work very hard. You know, joke lang to, no? Nag-usap kami ni tita nung pauwi. Sabi niya, ako, nagtrabaho mabuti. Ba't ako parating walang pera? Sabi ko, kasi dami mong anak eh. Tapos sabi niya, eh, yung mga binigay ni God, hindi yung binigay ni God. Dineside mo marami kang anak. <laughs> diba? So, bakit ka naghirap? Kasi dami anak eh. Sinabi ba ni God yun? Wala namang problema magpadami ng anak, diba? Pag meron kang pagsustento. Pero pag wala, baka maghirap ka. Diba? So, many times we think ito plano ni God. O, ulitin ko ha, walang masama magpadami ng anak. I hope si Virgie will have 20 more. <laughs> Kaya hindi na pwede, no? Diba? Hindi mo problema eh. Basta kaya mo. Diba? Now, what do I mean? I believe the reason why Africa is poor and does not have opportunities anymore is because they mismanage their land. Not their leaders, but their land. What do I mean? What used to be a lush jungle garden have become barren. Bakit? It was because of their attitude towards their resources. Eh. Minina nila. Ginatasa nila. Nung naubos, iniwanan nila. Hindi nila binalikan para alagaan. This is contrary to what God tells us that if we have a garden, sabi niya sa Genesis 2.15, then the Lord God took man and put him in his garden and then He asked him to cultivate and keep it. You know, I had a chance to talk to BDO Life uh, just recently, kaya wala ako dito last, uh, this week. You know, they asked me to explain the difference between a hunter and a farmer. One of the things that really baffles me for a long time is bakit maraming farmer iniiwanan nila lupa nila. And I realized they're all hunters. Anong hunters? Yung ganyan ng hunter, gagatasan mo hanggang maubos, then iiwanan mo. And farmers are different. The farmers will stay put, take care of it, so that the farmers will never be in need. But yun ang mindset natin. Bakit? I realize also, the world has been telling us that God made us to hunt. That is not true. God made us to farm from the very beginning. Sabi niya, you cultivate and keep your garden. I believe the reason why many hardworking overseas Filipinos are still poor when they finally come home is because of their attitude towards the money they earn. They work hard to earn money to only spend it on foolish things. Immediately, as soon magtanggap, ang tanong, paano ko uubusin? Parang si Lingling, tanong niya kagad, saan ba ukay-ukay na pag-ubos dito? <laughs> Hindi masama mag-ukay-ukay, di ba? Pero pag may sobra na, parating lang isinasabi ng mga tao, pinaghirapan ko ito. Paano ko ito gagastusin? They do not follow what the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 6. Can you go to Proverbs chapter 6? Let's read verses 6 to 8. Sabi dyan, Go to the aunt, O sluggard. Observe her ways and be wise, which having no chief officer or ruler, prepares her food in the summer and gathers his provision in harvest. Ano sinasabi nito? Kailan ka mag-iipon? Pag maganda ang panahon. Pag maraming pera. Kailan kayo nag-iipon? Ang Pilipino kayo nag-iipon? Pag konti na lang. Wala nang iipon. ba? We reject his ways. Eh. We, think, we think we're better. Eh. I believe the reason why our farmers are poor is because they see the soil as a sponge. 
to hold the fertilizer. They do not realize that the soil is a living organism that needs to be nurtured. They do not understand that as they continue to use fertilizer, they eventually kill the organism in the soil, which are supposed to sustain and feed their plant. And because the, so the soil is an organism, is a living organism, they need to rest it also. Kaya nga importante ang seventh year rest in farming. Pero the, we feel the word, the ways of the Lord is inefficient eh. Sayang yung gamit ng lupa. So look at many farmers today. Grabe ang gamit ng fertilizer. The, the, uh, the GMO corn came with a lot of promise. Maski pangit ang lupa mo, maganda ang harvest. Ano nangyari? Wala pa rin. Ang rason, ano ibibigay ng lupa? Wala nang laman eh. We always think we're better than the Lord eh. So, disobeying the law, obeying the Lord doesn't mean going to church. Doesn't mean serving in the church. It means taking care of what God has given you according to His ways. God loves the poor and wants to bless them. God does not want to give the poor manna. Do you know that manna stopped falling from heaven as soon as Israel entered the promised land? Bakit? Kasi ayaw niya bigyan sila ng limus eh. Gusto niya magtrabaho sila. And we always believe the blessings of the Lord will fall from heaven. That is not true. The blessing of the Lord comes from work. If you take care of what you have. I always say today, if you take care of your money, your money will take care of you in the future. No, bakit kayo parating walang pera? Kasi you don't take care of it eh. And then you say, God is not good. God gave us the opportunity already to make money so that we can make more money. Okay? Sana yung binigay kay tita, itago niya, padamihin niya para hindi na siya sabihan ng mga anak niya in the future. <laughs> Choke lang, tita. Para sa akin, the best example of how God wants us to live our life is found in 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 1 to 7. This is a story of a widow na matay yung mister niya na prophet na iwanan sila ng malaking utang. Let me read that. Ha? Now a certain woman of the wife of the sons of the prophet cried out to Eliza, Your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord. And the creditors have come to take my two children to be his slaves. Eliza said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, Your maidservant was not, has nothing in the house except a jar of oil. Then he said, Go borrow vessels at large for yourself from all your neighbors, <coughs> even empty vessels. Do not get a few, and you shall go in and shut the door behind you and your sons. And pour out into all these vessels, and you shall set aside what is full. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons, and they were bringing the vessels to her, and she poured. And when the vessels were full, she said to her son, Bring me another vessel. And he said to her, There is not one vessel more. And the oil stopped. Then she came to told the man of God and he said, Go sell the oil and pay your debt and you and your sons can live on the rest. 
you know in the story no the widow of a dead prophet had to pay the debt of her husband now what is he telling us today siguro yung husband sabi serve the lord eh he served the lord. siguro disobedient yun i don't know okay pero he became poor eh ngayon siya ang naumutang when in fact siya ang namimigay di ba and yet he served the lord is that true for pastors today is it true for priests today yes di ba why are we why are we asking alms shouldn't we be the one giving it away shouldn't we be so fruitful that hindi tayo nanghihingi tayo ang namimigay hindi kasi natin naintindihan plano ni God eh. ang plano ni God kung anong merong maliit padamihin hanggang sumobra saka lang natin gastusin so she went to Eliza for help because the debtors were about to take her sons now let me ask you a question if you were the widow what would you want God to do for you do you want God to tell you magtrabaho ka what would be the best what would be the best solution what would be the best solution diba the best way is may kakatok sasabihin andito yung pera binibigay ni God para sa'yo di tapos ang problema diba so nung ginawa ni God pinatrabaho niya bakit? kasi yun ang ways ni God eh. God's blessing will always come through work God did not give them money God did not give her money instead Eliza asked her you use what you have you pour out the oil and then you sell well God was the one who multiplied the oil I need you to understand she had to follow the instructions of the Lord kala kasi natin instructions di ba? akala natin instructions are uh, the Bible is just a, a book of rules it's a book of instructions did God want the people in Macedonia to remain in poverty? Can you go to Can you go to Second Corinthians, chapter eight, verse nine? Sabi ng Second Corinthians chapter eight, verse nine, and for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that through his poverty. So that you, through his poverty, become rich. Is this only in heaven? Really, ako, I really believe everything that God has written for us is for here on earth. Because we do not need to be rich in heaven. What does it mean you are rich? Diba you have possessions? Will you have possessions in heaven? In heaven, everything is his. And why do you need to be rich in heaven? Your God is rich. So to me, riches can only be about the earth. Friends, there, is, there should be no person who's poor among us. This is not what God wants for any of His people. You know, on the other hand, some of you would say, ah, dapat magnegosyo ko. Do not go into the trap. Kakala ng lahat ng tao, ang negosyante lang ang yumayaman. You know, I'm reading this book, The Millionaire Next Door. And it is saying na ang maraming milyonaryo hindi negosyante. Empleyado na marunong magdala ng pera. Bakit? Lahat ba ng negosyante successful? 
Uy, marami na bangkrap. Sabi pa ni tita sa akin, negosyante lang ang yayaman. Hindi totoo yun. Pag nabankrap ka, wala. Pero kung empleyado ka, mas maganda empleyado, siguradong pasok ng pera. Kung marunong ka lang mag-alaga, dodoble siya in every five years. Now, what am I saying? I was telling people. I will always tell people, don't, don't, don't spend your 13th month. So that's one month of, of, of salary. I also tell people, say save 20% of your salary. So that means after, 30, after, after one year, if you do what I'm telling you, you have 30%. Tama? In five years, how, many, how much money do you have? You have 150%. So that means in five years, you actually more than double your money. Now, sabi, eh, kuripot ke. Never mind kuripot, basta may pera. Diba? Diba? Sabi nila, hindi tayo po pogi dyan. Sabi ko, ang pogi-pogi na, ang pangit-pangit pa rin, maski maraming pera. Amen. You know, sana all of you will live out the kind of life God wants you to have. But this can only happen if you recognize that everything you have belongs to the Lord. And everything was given so that you can have a fruitful life. The intention is that you use what you have today, no matter how little it may be, to have a better future. You need to understand that that is from the Lord. And because that is from the Lord, you need to strive to become good stewards of what He has given you. And how do you become good stewards? You do this by loving Him, fearing Him, walking with Him, serving Him, and keeping His commandments. We should do this not only inside the church, but especially in the business He gave you. He did not call all of us to become pastors and priests. He called many to become businessmen and workers. When you obey His command and follow His instruction, do you know what you will do? You give God more reasons to bless you in every way. So I hope you remember that. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are grateful for the time that you've given us. Thank you, dear Lord, for helping us understand that you do not want anyone to become poor. Lord, pasensya ka na. Many times we reject your ways because we think our ways are better. Forgive us also for the times that we think that what we have is ours. Sana, Father, you would help us to understand things better so that we can respond to you accordingly. I pray for all my friends, to all the people in the farm, and my friends outside this institution, Asana Lord, they would understand how to become fruitful. Because Lord, I know when all of us become fruitful, this world will be a wonderful place to live in. We thank you for our time of worship, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray.